There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. <coughs> Doe, a deer, a female deer. Come on, join me, guys. Now let's just hum that. Let's start over and just hum it. Okay. Okay. Now take your uh, thumb and your uh, forefinger, pinch your nose, and do it again. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. She <laughs> gets my breath. What? As Kenny likes to say, this is officially the last pod. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's nothing we can That's do. That's it. And the end. More oh, dumb wait. than that. <laughs> There's a, a story from Reader's Digest 60, I don't know, crazy facts you did not know. And one of them is it's impossible to hum while holding your nose. Wow. And I think, Dawn, you just proved it. You're going to go solo here. Try it. Try it solo. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm trying to breathe underwater. Yeah, exactly. That's... John, I, I think I can do it. John, give it a try. <laughs> Ooh, he sounds constipated. Oh, okay, I yeah. Right. I think I've got this down. I've been practicing for two hours. <laughs> Wow. Two hours. Wow. Good job, Kenny. That's all I've got out of that story. I mean, unless you guys want to talk about. Oh, here's one. This 60, uh, this Reader's Digest story. And this is very, very off putting since I grabbed an apple from the uh, refrigerator today. Um, those fresh apples aren't that fresh. They're usually picked between August and November. We know that. You know, we've all seen apple trees. They sure. come to uh, fruition in, in light fall. They're covered in wax, hot air dried, sent into cold storage. After six to 12 months, they finally land on your grocery store shelves. Does anybody have a problem with that? Oh, wow. No, That's care. why <laughs> they're so vastly different in taste from the ones you grab right off the tree. Yeah. That doesn't bother you at all, John, huh? Not at all. As long and as they're come, fresh, you know, in my hand, that's fine. Well, well they're, they were fresh they seem fresh yeah they're not rotten and they taste okay it's amazing they can last that long do you think the red part is fake because why are apples from trees they're kind of goofy looking and green oh they've had all the spots yeah the trees weird. we had back home those yeah look like something people would throw out 
And, and they're all perfect when you get them from the store. They are. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. How are they stored, mm. Kenny? What did that say? They're freeze-dried or kept cold? Uh, hot air-dried, then sent into cold storage. I keep apples in the fridge. Does anybody else do that? I like them oh, nice yeah. and cold. Oh, yeah. No, everybody okay. does. Yeah. yeah, I hope so. I, I, I don't. See, I know. Don't? I know a lot of no, people like sitting John. on my table. So really, on my table in a bowl. Yeah. What yeah. about yeah. what about green grapes? Oh, uh, grapes. Oh, I always put those mm. in. I like in the to fridge. put them in the freezer always. too. I like red in the better though. Freezer. Oh, those are good. Really? <laughs> yeah, you should do that. I've heard that. Yeah. If you don't oh. have any candy, hey, how do you like your fruit? Call me now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fruit, Fruit Loops are all the same flavor. What? Oh, really? Those bastards. <laughs> and I was last week years old when I discovered, or it finally occurred to me, same with M&M's. They're yeah. all the same flavor. Okay. Why are you wasting our time yeah. with, with different colored mm. M&M's? Oh, and I also discovered via this dumb story that Ross sent us that uh, the Three Musketeers bars, they used yeah. to actually come in three. They were three small bars and they were three different flavors. Oh, really? And that, World War II changed everything. That actually makes a lot of sense when you think of the name. Because yeah, they're so boring. Like, they, do something, please. They really are. They came I had in, this, a discussion about this last night with MC. They're kind of like really? eating air. He's like, okay, so we had three musketeers, then they upgraded with Milky Way, yeah. and then it was Snickers. Yeah, and Snickers is so far above and beyond and better than anything I've got three else. in my pocket, right? Now. Three Snickers? I have a Snickers and a Milky Way. Just why? Why do I have that? I can crush a Milky Way still. Those are good. They were originally vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry. Oh. Oh, hey, Strawberry. I might like that. Wow. World War II rations made that triple threat expensive, so the company cut down to one. Well, I think it's time to bring it back. Yeah, uh, how, I so. I, how are Three Musketeers even in business anymore? Like you said, I know. So I feel sorry for them. I, I like them I frozen. Sad. Let me eat I, this I'm not going to lie. I, I like them in, in the freezer. Yeah, God, well, I think that makes all candy bars better. Put them in the yeah. freezer. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and Don's just eating one right now. She is, yeah. Just no self-control. <laughs> but you know what? I know. You need a candy it's bar. It's the first thing I've eaten today is this mini candy bar. Uh, I'm going to light up a dart. John, what vices can we add? Yeah, yeah what are I you going to do? I'm just going to sit and play guitar. You guys talk. Mm -hmm. I, got, I got coffee. Before toilet paper was invented, Americans used dot, dot, dot. What Corn cobs. Can you believe oh. that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in uh, the outhouse. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. No, I, I don't think it's great. I've never done it. I, I knew about it. Why did I know? Because I'm a hillbilly. Were they cleaned and reused or automatically discarded right away? I, well, I would you'd have I to get know. a new one, right? So, I mean, I mean you, you know. could wash it off, I guess. Gross. Battle yeah. With the, at the pump. It would be good to live uh -huh. by a crick, wouldn't it? You yeah. just go down to the crick. Yeah, but who knows what's going <laughs> to crawl up into your butt? Some weird parasite from the Jardia or, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, golly. Some spawning, you know, some spawning you be careful. fish yeah. just hops up and finds its way in there. Well, who I mean, it's like, ooh, look at that. crawl into your butt. I mean, that happens, doesn't it?
Sure, it'll go in your in your it'll go in the front. It's uh, I think uh, cricks are um, that's the hillbilly uh, bidet, isn't it? That's the redneck bidet. (laughs) (laughs) Best way to do it. I mean, yeah, when you've got to go take care of your morning necessaries, you go down to the crick. Yeah, morning necessaries. (laughs) Well, seven minutes into the show, folks, and it's time for a break. Yeah, (laughs) but according to this, candy bars again. According to uh, this piece, um, um, they also used to use periodicals like Farmer's Almanac, which was designed with a hole so it could hang on a nail in your outhouse. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh. Somewhere around here. I don't know where. I love Farmer's Almanacs. Uh, Where'd it go? Oh, that's a gun. Um, (laughs) It's a gun? Oh, that's not a farmer's almanac. He's got one around here somewhere, um, but I guess I'll move it to the bathroom now. The one person (laughs) we have found who would mistake a farmer's almanac for a gun. (laughs) Or or vice versa. I thought I left it. Don't have it. Don't know where it is. Uh, I think that's all I can get out of that story. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, that, was, that was a lot. It was really good. Yeah, good enough anyway. We killed a few minutes. Um, <laughs> okay, this guy. Uh, are we allowed in 2023 just to call people? I can't use that word. We'll Why get canceled. I'll just put schma canceled. at the beginning of it and it'll change it. This guy, obviously, and I, I think I should make a blanket indictment here. People that do this to their face they have oh the mental issues oh tattoos no yeah tattoos number one face tattoos don't do it you'll be sorry later i promise you please but this story british man breaks world record with 17 flesh tunnels on his face yeah this is something that i I, you said flesh tunnels earlier, and I yeah. thought, well, I'll just let him tell me about that later. What? And I, now I still don't want to hear it, I realized. And, and I didn't even really know what a flesh tunnel was, but then I realized I've seen it's them. not because, what she said. Right. <laughs> right, it's God's pocket. Is that what you're thinking? I'd be worried about that down by the creek. <laughs> the corn cob thing? Yeah. Um, so then I Googled, Does it, um, let's see what I Googled here. I want to. What is wrong with people that have flesh tunnels? Is what I googled, and what I learned because I didn't even know what flesh tunnels were. It, it's what we see people do with their earlobes. It's not just a piercing; it's a hole oh, in the ear, I see. and okay, they put yeah. like that hoop in there, and you can see right through their ear. Mm-hmm. And then the problem with that is they keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then at some point they mature and realize they can't go through life with a saucer in their ear if they want to be a productive part of society. So they take the saucer out and then they've just got this big loopy handle on their ear. When people started doing that, I thought I need to open a business now for earlobe repair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that you can just, which they do that. You yeah. can have that done. And that's what people end up doing. They end up going in for surgery and having that hole um, sewn up. Or not. 
and then yeah, or they just have these. And then fleshy, we have to suffer. Yeah, and that's By looking at him. That's this jackass. That's one of his quotes. This jackass. Yeah, uh, yeah. He doesn't have a problem. I, I don't want to change myself to fit in with other people. It's better to just be myself and spend my energy finding it where I fit in anyway. Well, you're a you're a jackass, buddy. Yeah. He's got 17 of these, and they're all over his face. Uh, Thankfully, wait a minute. How does he drink anything? Does it just well, come out the holes? It, it's one of the stories Ross sent us, and there's a picture of this guy, and he won a Guinness World Record thing. And I don't know. I think it might be time to shut down the Guinness World Book of Records. There's just too many people doing <laughs> You can doing start making many... up your own, and then yeah. you're like, I did this. And it's like, well, that's not a big deal. Also, I think I understand what he's trying to say, but he says I don't. I shouldn't have to change myself to fit in with other people, but you are changing yourself, and now you're standing out because of it. Right. He, he thinks he's really special. Well, he's probably not special in any other way, and this is what he's doing to call attention to himself. Um, but thankfully, like, he's got one on each side of his mouth, on his cheek area, but it's like a plug. It's like a blank. Mm -hmm. So you can't actually see into his mouth. Good. Yeah. So, if you take the plugs out, I question: Can you not drink any liquid? Right, or think you're you're eating it's spaghetti? It's going to come out like a yeah. You're eating spaghetti. It. You slurp it in, it falls out and oh. slides right down your cheek and down so your neck. So a fun party trick. Yeah, <laughs> look what I can shirt. do. Yeah. You, you couldn't really gargle with Listerine, could you? I mean, everything oh. would come spewing out. Wouldn't that be fun? Ouchie. When I was a kid, I had uh, a fake front. Well, I still have a fake front tooth, but it's it's uh, permanent. But yep. it was on a retainer that I could take out. So I could take that out, sure. fill yeah. my mouth up with water, close my teeth like this, <laughs> and then shoot <laughs> that stream of water out of from the... Of course. Yeah, yeah it was really cool. great. Yeah, wasn't that... That's a good story, wasn't it? I think it? that's a good talent to have, especially if you don't like someone. Well, we're uh, really burning through the stories here. <laughs> I, I, I like the one that someone else. Um, the, uh, back to the facts one. The the one about Manhattan ants, Manhattan ants. It's yeah. an ant species that are oh. just in New York. Yeah, how'd that happen? They found them in a specific site. A biologist found them in a specific fourteen block strip of the city, and, and they're just there. Yeah, hmm. and is that through inbreeding or evolution, or how come they haven't branched out? I, I'm not sure. They like it there. There's a lot of um, things to do. Yeah. It's a really hip part of town. They go to Broadway shows. I was just going to say big Yankees fans, perhaps. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a couple of these that I don't believe. Queen Elizabeth uh, II, her cows sleep on waterbeds. No, they don't. Don't don't no, don't say that. that no, no, nobody's buying that. Um, oh, that you can cut off a cockroach's head and it'll live for a week. Have you ever lived in a place with cockroaches? No. I was just thinking about this I don't this think morning. So, for some reason, it's now without it being told to me. It's now my duty to take out the garbage. The garbage comes out of the can, it gets tied oh, up, and it being told to me, and, and it sits there. <laughs> And then you're like, well, I guess I'll have to take this out. And it's like, well, I, I guess I see what's going on here since it's been here for a week. Um, I guess I guess it's my duty now. And I was thinking, uh, good thing we don't have cockroaches because, you know, it'd be a nice home for cockroaches. Yeah, I have never lived in all the places I've lived. 
I've never lived in a place with cockroaches. This is not a super great story, but I did live in an apartment that had them. A, a nicer apartment building. We just saw one alerted the management company right away. Yeah. And Bam! They took care of it. Like we had a, we had a guy there within an hour, and he was super awesome. And then the the complex literally for like a week followed it up every day. Have you seen anything? Blah blah blah. Oh they were, yeah, because yeah. it's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. So they were great about it. And truth be told, the one that was in our place could have easily just came from somewhere else. But yeah, we, uh, how we they are f- disgusting. How, looking, don't they though. have oh, a bunch of babies though? Is doesn't that yes. mean they're like a hundred if you see yeah. one? I have a family member who uh, recently arrived back here in the Twin Cities, lived in California for a while. They rented a house, and they had cockroaches, and they Mm. could never figure out where they were coming from. So he said they'd walk into a room and turn on a light, and five little creatures would scurry underneath. Oh, God, I can't do that. I don't like that. It just, those are, they're so gross. He said they immediately went out and bought, went to Target and bought roach traps and put them everywhere in the house, everywhere. Did that solve it? It. it he said they had less. Mm-hmm. What about less than mm-hmm. before? What about bed bugs? You guys ever check hotels to make oh. sure they're not on like the bed bug registry? You ever seen this bed bug registry? No. Yeah, there's what? a there's a place you can look to, and I forgot what the website is, but it's basically like a bed bug registry for hotels. That might even be the website. You can actually check to make sure that nobody has reported your hotel for having bed bugs. I gotta Ooh. find that. Let's see here. I always, you, every place I go to, I pull the mattresses and look, you and then do? I. How do you really? even see them? I didn't even know you could see them. Um, you allegedly, if you pull back like the where the mattress is to the wall, mm-hmm. if you have bed bugs, oftentimes you'll maybe see like the lining. Mm, I feel like um, I'm going to be cursed now. With them bed hanging bugs. out, but yeah, their bed bugs are disgusting. John, you lived yeah. in Dallas. You must have had cockroaches there. Um, I did not. I no, I'm not any place that I lived. I had a, a buddy from Austin, Texas, Rufus. Uh, he lived right next to the airport in this, I know it could be best described as a tar paper shack. I mean, it was awful. <laughs> okay. And uh, we were partying at Rufus's house, a bunch of people from Minnesota down for a South by Southwest, and a mm-hmm. girl was sitting on the couch. And uh, I mean, just sitting on the co- couch alone was brave. And his kitchen was stacked up. It was really, really gross in there. Oh, we actually, dirty! Yeah, we slept in our. Bring them. We slept in our car, and they did his <sighs> dishes. But this chick, you know, and we're all liquored up. She's sitting on the couch. I hate cockroaches. They're the worst thing I've ever seen. And as as she's saying this, a cockroach crawled out from under the couch <laughs> and right over her foot. It was yeah, the it's like yeah, thing. I bet you do. This house was loaded with cockroaches. Oh. Where do they come from? Mm. I mean, I, we we have them in Minnesota, right? Oh I yeah, think yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah, the, they? yeah, the apartment I'm talking about was in the metro. Well, what the hell? Where are they coming from? How are they surviving the winter? Do they migrate? They all come inside. <laughs> they can survive anything. It's insane what they can. Yeah. I, I, I just I, read something the other day about them, and I, the only thing I could rem- remember is the you can cut off their head and they'll live a week. Bedbugregistry.com. I just by the found way. it. Bedbugregistry. It's a great resource when you're traveling. Ooh. They they are in North Dakota too. There was one at a radio station I worked at that I chased down the hallway, and they're impossible to kill. They're, you step on them and nothing happens. Right. And they're, and they're as big as your <laughs> nuclear hand. Nuclear blasts, yeah. whatever. Oh yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. No, oh, it's it's like stepping on like uh, a tennis ball or a hockey puck or something. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think you can drown them. Like they can. 
breathe is there, underwater. Are there any hotels in uh, Roosevelt that are on that big bug list? There's a certain hotel I always stay at in Roosevelt. <laughs> I had to put it. Oh, well, you'll have to put in the information. It's bedbugregistry.com. I'll, I'll link it at garagelogic.com in this podcast episode. Ross, I have never heard of people checking. You know what I check for? Cameras right away. Oh, oh yeah, my I do God. that too. Yep. Uh, that little sprinkler system thing they have in the uh, in the main room. Mm. That you throw a hat over that um, because you know there's a camera in there. Uh, the mirrors you got to check the mirrors. Um, yeah. There's. I read a story about an Airbnb where these girls were staying. Eight of them. It was for like a bachelorette party or something for the yeah. weekend. And one yeah. of them was like, I've read, I saw things on TikTok about cameras and Airbnbs. They're like, oh, yeah. whatever. She was like meticulously went around with her cell phone light and they found one. They had already been there for a night. They yeah. found one in the bathroom yep. facing the shower yep. and it was an outlet in the bottom hole. Third prong. Plug. Right. Third yep. pl- prong. That's where it was. And you can yep. shine the light and you saw it. So they call the police in the morning because it was like 3 a.m. when she found out. And they took it out. They looked for cameras. They found other ones. And so they asked the people like the the people who own the place like, hey, you've got these. They're like, oh, we didn't. We didn't do that. We didn't put them there. All right. Well, we just have to take your place off of Airbnb. Yeah. Like, well, and then they're investigating. I want to know. I mean, we can go to the moon, maybe. Um, but maybe you know, allegedly, we can do so many things. But you cannot tell me. I want you to track where that's going. Like, why can't we reverse right. and see where oh. the webcam is? Because it's a probably a webcam. It's going to be connected to something it's re- else. Right. It's registered to something. It's registered. It right. is transmitting probably somewhere else on a live webcam. Or, you know, it's recording somewhere. So why can't we figure out where it's going, where the signal's going? And to give the Airbnb host the benefit of the doubt, it could not have been them. It could have been somebody who rented the place and came in and and did that. It's like, well, I mean, they, what do they rent it again so they can come back and. Or they get ne- the foot because it's not going to be. Or to your point, they already have a feed to it. They don't need yeah. to come back. Ugh, Creepy. It's just really. And this one girl who was talking about, she's like, you have no idea. Like, I didn't just take a shower. I think she was insinuating that she went Took to the bathroom. Oh, okay. And was she was like, she... it's so embarrassing. I just, oh, I hey, can't believe it. I John. did the most embarrassing things. Maybe she, who knows? I mean, thinking Had a she, bad poo. Yeah, she had a bad poo. She shaved. Uh, we didn't, who knows? Uh, uh, um, <laughs> didn't Chuck Berry get busted? Yeah. For yes. having a camera right in the toilet? That, that no. is correct. Yes. He, uh, no. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. Yeah. I, I don't know why he would do that, but yeah, uh, yeah he did. He's got an issue. Um, one of the things I do as soon as I get to the hotel room, you know that thing you hang on your door for service or to be left alone? Mm-hmm. On the back of your door, usually right below the peephole is the list of rules. And there's usually a piece of plex or something mounted over that. You take that door hanger thing and you shove it between the yeah. uh, notice and the door and it sticks up enough to cover the, up the peephole so you can't get the uh, Aaron Andrews treatment because that's how she was, yeah, some dingling put a camera up to the peephole and saw everything she was doing in there. Oh, and I think she won that lawsuit. Didn't oh, they yeah, catch she this did. bastard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But forever, her. Yeah. Yeah, the Naked bodies out there. Just yeah. terrible. Yeah. 
Yeah, Chuck got fined over a million dollars for uh, the cameras. When was and, this? In his, in his this bathrooms. was this was back when the cameras were like the size of a dictionary. Yeah. Too. So how do you miss it? I mean, you look in there, and there's a big old camera and a lens and a blinking red light. It's like, oh, Chuck, you gross I pig. Wonder, you. When was it? Does it say when that was, John? Um, say nineties. They discovered it in two thousand two. Oh. So yeah, Kenny, you're probably right. Probably in the nineties. Looks like. And it, it was his restaurant. He put the cameras in his restaurant bathrooms. Oh, for God's sake. How messed up do you have to be? You if, have to have some type of a fetish. If that's what it takes. I mean, yeah. how deep in the tabs do you have to go mm -hmm. for nothing else to work <laughs> that that's where you find happiness? There was, it was 1990, and there were 59 women who filed a class action lawsuit. <sighs> and, and they received $1.2 million in payouts. So... Because they had to divide up. I'm assuming, yes. Yeah. There was a person in my hometown who owned a tanning salon that I used to go to. Oh, yeah. I was like a teenager, you know, whenever you went to tanning salons and mm -hmm. yeah. think about skin cancer. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he they got busted, the whole place, for having cameras in every in every tanning salon booth. And it was just these poor girls. Like, I would I would only go a couple of times. But, like, there were girls that would go, like, three times a week. And so it was a huge court case. The guy's in prison now. But there were certain girls. And then they put their names in the paper. I was oh, like, no. well, what? You know, that was back in the day where they were like, oh, it's an open court case. We'll just go ahead and publish these girls' pictures. And they're, you know, it's like, oh. They're already embarrassed enough, and they're mortified, and they have, like, personal shame. Now you're going to put their picture out? I just wouldn't want that. What would it take for you to not be embarrassed? Because I, I know there's people walking the earth that would say, eh, who cares? I don't care. Gosh, I don't know. It, you got to have that confidence that only the Germans have at nude beaches, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, it's funny, Kenny, because I was just thinking if somebody is looking to get a view of something nice and then they get my hotel room, my apologies to them for <laughs> yeah, being. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking these measures actually to, to protect them. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they, they don't want to deal with this. Yeah. It's why I live out in the country and I still close the shades in certain rooms. It's just, you know what? You, you don't want to accidentally. So, so the perverts immediately hit delete, then is what you're saying when they delete quick as soon as your video and pops up i have never been to a tanning salon but isn't it isn't true that, that weird? sometimes <laughs> that sometimes people when they're in those beds they might take care of why do you you brought that up twice already what are you doing what take, is wrong with you they immediately they just, no you're thinking i mean they, they've got a few extra women, minutes they're not doing uh, anything just i just carve don't think one off God, i just don't think that one off I don't know. I just don't. I doubt if this girl at the Airbnb and people in tanning salons, it's never like that kind of stuff doesn't cross our minds, I don't think. Really? No, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm huh. frigid or something, but no, I, <laughs> I don't think so. No. Uh. Oh. Um, Meanwhile, come... most dudes are like, well, this is a new place. Oh, this place <laughs> is nice and warm, and I'm nude. Well, yeah, and, and you look at your watch, and you go, three minutes? Yeah, no problem. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and you usually have, like, 90 seconds to spare when you're done. Oh, so, my oh, gosh. God. Now, now I can go down for uh, brunch. Yeah. <laughs> God. Jeez. Um, 
Speaking <laughs> of uh, naked Germans, when we come back, uh, I, I want to talk about uh, one naked German in particular. We'll be right back. Hi, Floridians. Tired of trying to avoid Florida man, alligators, and hurricanes? Come to Minnesota. We procreate and recreate all year round. Spring on the lake, that's when we take our old car to the lake. Then we stand around and we bide our time, wait for the ice to break. Winter time at the old lake, cut a hole and poop. The warden bursts in, he says hello, you just say oops. We also welcome your poor driving habits. Minnesota's drive too slow in the fast lane. They drive too fast in the snow. You lived here 35 years by now, you should know. Don't be afraid of the cold. You can camp outdoors in negative 35. It's 35 below. Let's set up camp and live outdoors. Don't need food or drink and you never have to go to the store except the liquor store. Please come to Minnesota, even though we really don't want you here. Drive safe and look out for deer. Tell your folks I said hi. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Let's talk about naked Germans, Kenny said, so here we go. A German court said that a landlord sunbathing naked in his courtyard of his building, not a reason for the tenants to reduce their rental payments. The case <laughs> case involved a building in an upmarket residential district of Frankfurt, which included an office floor rented by a human resources company. The company withheld their rent because it objected, among several other things, to the landlord's naked sunbathing. In response, the landlord sued, saying he wanted his money. The Frankfurt State Court rejected the company's reasoning, finding the usability of the rented property was not impaired by the plaintiff sunning himself naked in the courtyard. It said in a statement that it couldn't see an inadmissible, deliberately improper effect on the property. (laughs) Judges were ruling on an appeal against a lower court decision that went in the landlord's favor and the tenant had only limited success overall. They found that the tenant had been entitled to reduce rental payments for three months only because of noisy construction work in the neighborhood. The court said that the spot where the landlord sunbathed could only be seen from the rented office by leaning way out the window. (laughs) Also said, so you'd have to be tried. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Also said the tenant failed to prove that he took the stairs to the courtyard unclothed. The court said, on the contrary, the plaintiff stated credibly he always wore his bathrobe, which is he only took off just before he got into the sun. I'm glad the higher court was sober enough to realize if you go looking for a naked guy and then you find one, (laughs) you're not allowed to complain or do any of that. You know, yeah, no, you're looking for a naked person. You find a naked person. You don't get to complain. 
That was um, the best part of the story. You could only see it if you looked look way out yeah. the window. You really got to stretch. Here, hold on to me as I stretch out the window here. Oh, naked Can guy. We, oh, offended. Offended. Maybe he was tiny down there. Maybe that's why they were offended. They were offended oh, Lord. Yeah. Gosh. What is it with Germans? Where does that confidence come from? And I'm even talking Americans with German um, um, ancestry. Why are they so willing to just rip off all their clothes wherever? How many beaches have you been to where you see a big old fat 300-pound German just walking around happy <laughs> as hell? I want that. I Zero. want whatever they Never have. I want that. Seen it. That's why I'm kind of like, are, are Germans, like, do they like to get naked? They like to work hard, and they like to take off their clothes. Well, and they like uh, pro- power. They like being in power. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I've learned about oh. Germans in my lifetime. <laughs> Naked, work hard, sure, sure, and power. I thought yeah. you know, like if you go to the beach, like French beaches. Yeah, I know for sure. I dated a French guy in college, a French yeah. foreign exchange student, yeah. and he was like showing me pictures of his family and stuff, and he's just going through them, and he's like, "Oh, here we are at the beach," and then he's like. This is my sister, and she's topless. topless. And I'm like, <laughs> oh god! And he's like, what? And I'm like, the, uh, your sister doesn't have a shirt on. He's like, we're at the beach. That was, sounds like I don't know. That was a hey, what he's Italian all of a yeah, sudden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at the beach, and I'm like, okay, all right, that's fine. Just different. They don't care. Like it just seemed yeah. like. And this is not, of course, all French people. Just saying that it's a little looser with you know they just that. they grow up with like not caring about that. And- uh, I love that. I wish I had that in me. Um, there used to be a beach we called it Hidden Beach on Cedar Lake um, in Minneapolis, uh, and before it got popular and the paths were anymore. paved and everything, uh, half the people there would be naked, and I I couldn't do it. Um, yeah, that's the difficult. roommate had no problems. She off with it, and it didn't seem to bother her. But it drove. I, I just I didn't have it in me. Full, fully nude or just topless? Uh, just topless. 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 Yeah. And then before I moved into this house that I'm living in now, there's a little lake on the property, and we have a camper there. Um, I would always have uh, naked Sundays when I was here alone. Mm-hmm. Just, I decided I'm not going to work, and there's you can't see the place from the road, and it's you know it's um, far can away. See you. And Except so for that drone we have flying over. Yeah. Well, this was yeah before they were so cheap and popular. And then one day I'm sitting there, and oh, here comes my dad and his wife driving up. No, <laughs> no. So that took care of that. I had to go running in the camper and uh, come out acting all nonchalant, like, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah. you did? Yeah. Did they see you? <laughs> I think so, but they didn't say anything. I mean, you should always, if you're going to disrobe in public, you should always have, like, a shirt to cover nearby. yourself. Nearby. Right nearby. Right. Like, yeah, whoop. emergency. Yeah, emergency. So... I, I want to talk about you for a little bit because you do something, and this is no secret, um, that you go to bed almost fully clothed. Oh, sure. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. I mean, if there's a fire, I want to be able to, you know, not worry about, oh, my gosh, it's 20 below outside and I don't have shoes on. Right. I mean, I've had to, growing up, we had a house fire and it was like. Oh, um, and that's what shaped it. I didn't realize that. No, I mean, it was like, you have to get out now. Yeah. I was a little kid. And oh. It was like a day before it was Christmas Eve. 
Oh, oh, the no. firemen had to. Um, it's very sad. Well, um, what happened was the we had the people that built our house. We used, you know, we have this brick. It's all like a brick wall of yeah. where our fireplace is, and down in the what is that called? Where you throw the ashes down there, and it goes down into the basement into a bin, and then you get it out. What's yeah, that? that's good enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, um, the ash hole. Um, so the, the ash hole. You just set that whole thing up, didn't you, dog? No. The ash hole was bricks, but then, um, you know, you had beams that were right next to it. And yep, the bricks crumbled hot. away because these bricks were repurposed from another, how, like, building that burnt. Yep. My parents went to this building that burnt down from a long time ago, yep. you know, and they're like, can we use these bricks? We're building our house. And they're like, sure, take them. Which yeah. is why I think we have ghosts. Um, but anyway, it set one of those beams on fire. And so the entire ceiling of our basement was on fire, essentially. Jeez. And so when they opened up the basement door to go down, which is right by my room, the firemen couldn't even go down there. So they had to go to our living room and chop a hole in our living room Holy floor. Holy cow. Yeah. And we were like out there. I'm in my pajamas. It's freezing because it's December. And I was like, man, you got it. When you have to get out of a house. Yeah. You got to go now. Like sometimes it's like run out now, jump out a window. So, you know, I was just, I just thinking paranoid. about this this morning. Um, all my important papers in the home are upstairs in one of the bedrooms I turned into a, an office. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, what if the house starts on fire? All of my very, very important papers are just in a file cabinet up there. Oh, and, I, think, I have them in a fireproof safe. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, Don. Kenny yeah. and I probably need to invest in one of those, so don't we? They're not that expensive. Like, it's just like a strong box or whatever, yeah. and it's fireproof. Yeah, and it's got to be waterproof, too, mm -hmm. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you have a pretty good reason for doing what you do. That makes sense. When and MC cold. When MC isn't home... Yeah. And his kids aren't there. Yeah. And you're home alone. Mm-hmm. Are you fully clothed? Absolutely. It just feels weird. Like, if I were to fall asleep, sometimes I've fallen asleep, like, you know, I'm so tired, yeah. you know, and you get out of the shower, and you're like, I'm going to put on clothes, and then you, I will wake up in the night and be like, pretty soon after I fall asleep and go, oh, my God, I'm naked. And it's just like, I can't handle it. I know of people that as soon as they get home, all the clothes come off. Maybe the underpants stays on, but and then that's how they are for the rest of the day. Oh, hmm. maybe they don't have as big of boobs as I do. <laughs> <laughs> because nobody wants that. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like you don't know. Bathroom with the you're home alone again. Same scenario. Yeah. You're in the bathroom. Door closed. Mm hmm. Locked. What if someone comes in? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's usually not locked, but now that gives me an idea. I should probably lock it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what the problem is? I think we're both the same in that regard. In the country, people just show up at your house. Oh, yeah, my mom will just come into my sister. Actually, I go into my sister's houses all the time and just walk yeah, in. and the doors are unlocked, and <laughs> yeah. you just stroll in. Yeah. A and you never know what you're going to be met with. That's right. I mean, some things you don't want to see. Yeah. And, anyway. and plus, you know, my my son, uh, my son, my um, my boyfriend's sons live half the time at their mom's house, of course. And so sometimes they come back to get things like a video game or something and they'll just come in. And it's like when it's their time at their mom's house, you can't really, right. you know, you got to be careful 
because some, you know, you just, are they, if you're doing things, you can't, you have to keep the door closed and just hope. Doing things. Doing things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I understand what you mean. We close it. We close that door. And if they hear things, well, sorry. And are, are they teenagers yet? Yeah. Oh, boy. You got to be really careful there. Why? Well, they're teenagers. Um, John, you've been strangely quiet. <laughs> when the door's closed, whole... it goes both ways, Don. I think that's what Kenny's getting at. Oh, yeah. God, help us. Why the silence, John? What are what? you not revealing to us? He's I'm, nude I'm, all the time. I do on occasion, uh, you know, I, I not on purpose. Maybe I'm going to take a shower. And I'll remember, oh, I have to go get something upstairs. I'll, I'll run around naked a little bit, but not. Not a lot. I like I, to I do mean, it to shock him, to shock yeah, MC. Yeah, like yeah. if he's playing a video game or whatever, I like to walk through, you yeah. know, if he's yeah. super into Super wow. Mario Brothers or something. Yeah. Doing a or dance. I, or I'm like, woo. This is like a movie. And he's like, oh, God. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, or he'll be in the kitchen and I'll peek around. And I'll go, hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, wait, a- come back. And then I'll run <laughs> down the hall. <laughs> I wish I had a guitar hooked up to a wah-wah pedal. It's it's called fun nudity. It's called joke nudity. Yeah. (laughs) You can tell that you guys haven't been together long enough because that'll wear off eventually. I just realized that my mom listens to this podcast. Hi, Mom. (laughs) I might just swing by your place in a few weeks. (laughs) You'll be um, met. Well, we'll see you on all of our ring cameras. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, she's oh. got him up. Can he oh, please yeah. do oh. show up so we can get the video of you? Hi, um, <laughs> I'm Kenny. What, what was I just going to ask you, Don? Oh, oh, back to your house in dirty old Missouri. So, did you rebuild or have to move? What happened there? Uh, no, that turn we out? had a huge. Uh, no, we didn't. It it was just one big hole that was cut in the middle of our living room. I mean, it was. Probably six by six. It was yeah, huge. Yeah. And um, no, we just, uh, all I cared about is if the Christmas presents, they did not burn because the tree was over to this side of the living room. We had to rebuild the, you know, the floor and I mean, just part of it, you know, but they patched it all up and we did have to get new carpet because everything smelled like smoke. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, you had we had to, to repaint, redo our carpets repaint and everything get, because of the stink. We had to re. I think they like um, reupholstered all of our furniture, and I mean, my parents were not doing great at that time. Like they weren't making a bunch of money. Yeah. You know, it just was a time where it was, you know, like you, oh, we're kind of, you know. You guys ever here. live in any type of living quarters where a fire started that wasn't your fault? So, case in point, for me, actually, that run that I had at that one apartment I talked about wasn't super great. We had a a fire was one level down in one apartment over. Mm. But, you know, when you live in massive apartment complex, you'll occasionally hear, like, the fire alarms will go off, and 90% of the, 90 plus percent of the time, it's nothing, right? Well, one morning I woke up, and before my eyes were even open, I could smell the fire, right? So I, I, like, oh, this one's real, and it was below us, and that terrifies me even now as a homeowner in a townhome complex. I don't worry about me. When I go to bed at night, I worry about the people on the left and right of me. Oh, you sure. Know, like what, are, yeah. what are they doing or what's happening in their place that could affect me? Yeah. My buddy Mike, um, he uh, has a place pretty close to me. He had a big old two-story farmhouse one night. Him and his hired men are upstairs, you know, big farmhouse. 
You okay, Don? Yeah, I just had to clear my throat. I just oh, I thought that was the belch. I hope that didn't. No. Yeah, affect anything. The house starts on fire. They jump out. They both break both of their legs. Oh, oh no! Yeah, both yeah. of their legs. Yeah, yeah. You know, big old giant farmhouse. Yeah. What do you do? You got to get those oh. rope ladder things. Yeah. Keep it under the bed. Break out the window. Throw it out. Climb out. Anyway, back to naked landlords. Um, <laughs> have you ever had any kind of weird, weird-ass landlord that was just unbearable or the situation where you were living was just absolutely ridiculous? Yeah. Here in Minnesota. Right here? Yeah. Was I it mean, when, didn't you live over in the Frogtown area? You mm -hmm. claim I was there. Yeah. You, you were. You, you dropped clearly, off a lawnmower. You came over with your son and you made him unload a lawnmower. For me, because when I got there, I thought that that was a part of this. Like, I I had to make a decision really quick within two weeks to, like, pack up my house and find a way to move here for the, my start date. And so I thought that that was, first of all, I thought I had air conditioning. I didn't. And I thought that um, lawn care was included in my rent. But all of these leaves had already fallen and nobody had, you know. Anyway, to make a long story short, I had a mess. You delivered a lawnmower. Okay. Then they gave that to me. They switched houses on me and gave me a different house because the one I was looking at, the one I wanted to move into, when I a couple days before they're like that one we rented to someone else because they're going to they were going to pay more. And I'm like, "But I paid a deposit on that. What does the deposit mean?" They're like, "Well, you know, nothing." Um, I mean, they didn't say that, but that's kind of what they, that's what they said. And they're like, well, we have to make sure. So then they're oh. like, but we will give you this other house that's actually better. And oh. it was better, but they gave it to me for the same price as the other one. Six months later, I had signed a year lease. They said, someone else wants to move into this one for the original oh price. So we need you to move into one of our other property properties. What and I was like, the? I, What? I mean, th these people are slumlords, and they should have been taken to court, but I didn't know. I was like, I just needed the problem to be over with. And so I'm like, I don't have any money to pay movers right now. You're springing this on me. And I also, you know, like, uh, they wanted me to pay a little bit more over there. I'm like, I'm not paying more. I'm not paying more. And this place was the biggest dump ever. Ugh. The biggest dump. And speaking of that, the downstairs part of this, it was a, you know, two-story house, and I was on, on thing, the yeah. I was on the top floor, and it was like an old home. Sure. And the bottom part, I'm like, I would love to rent this one because this is nicer, and I don't have to carry all my stuff upstairs. I'm like, oh, well, we already have somebody that's going to move in in three months. So they they were still working on my toilet and my bathtub. When I moved uh, in and they uh, had my stuff moved for me by the maintenance people move my stuff. Uh, They're like, we'll make sure your stuff gets over there. So I was uh, like, okay, when is this going to be fixed? They're like, for now, just go downstairs into the other unit down there. What? Here's the key, whatever. And it was an empty, it has a few things in it in the closet. I'm like, that's kind of weird. So then I was showering down there, going to the bathroom. I mean, every night I had to traipse down in the middle of the night if I had to, you know, wow. go to the bathroom and go all the way in this other apartment. So I am like in there about to, I had gone to the bathroom and I was about to get in the shower and I hear people. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God, are they showing this unit right now? Oh, my, oh my God. God. It was worse than that, you guys. I I'm hear these people and I don't want to. They act like they're not getting a tour. They're just. 
Yeah. I had to come out and go, hello, excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to scare you. Hi. I come out and they're like, what are you doing in here? And I'm like, I live upstairs and oh, my no. bathroom isn't finished and my bathtub, they haven't, it's been three weeks and they still haven't gotten it done or a month or something. It was a long time. And they're like, we live here Wow! <laughs> because wow. they hated the landlord so much. They couldn't get out of their lease, but they were like, we can't live here anymore. We got to move out because they were just really screwing them over big time. They told me all the details. I can't remember. They're like, we actually are still paying on this unit oh, and you're word. in here taking a shower. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm so sorry. I had no idea. They didn't tell me that, you know, and it's just, it was terrible. I'm like, they're like, you need to get out of here. They're like, they are terrible. They're slumlords. They did this, this, and this to us and all yeah. this stuff. And I, yeah, I got out of there as soon as I could. But, um, yeah, it's like you, I could, felt like I couldn't fight back. I'm like, there must be a system, but I just need to get out, you know? So, in your case, these people were actually kind of sympathetic to you once they totally, figured out why but you was, were down there. But, like, they're paying for that unit, and, and they're just allowing this other renter to go into their paid unit. And you're probably jacking up their water bill that they're probably paying for. Well, yeah, your I mean, life. I still have pictures year. of this bathtub that was, they tore apart the wall. It was crazy. How are you still oh. here, Don? I know yeah. it was a lot. I felt I've first, lived in big cities before, and I just felt like a country bumpkin. The first year of your life here had to be a living hell. Then my car got stolen at that new place. <laughs> new place. Yeah. That place I'm talking about oh that I didn't God. have a bathroom, and I demanded. I'm like, you. I'm going out of town this weekend. This will be fixed. This will be functional when I get back. You have hey. to be mean. You know, and was it? Uh, no. Of oh, course, it not. was a two more days. Yep. Jeez. And so I was like, "You need to put me up in a hotel," which they did not. So anyway, I found a way to get out of there as soon as I could. <laughs> but and yeah, and then my car also got stolen as I was moving. Oh my god! And then you moved into the other place, and COVID hit, and you were dealing with COVID when you moved out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh my god! And then my dad passed away. I mean, it was like <laughs> wow. Well, you're in a Help little better me. place now. Totally. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, there's so many terrible things going on in this world, especially from that book we're reading. I mean, it makes me feel bad to even complain. And well, I know, I know exactly how you feel because I'm getting through it too. And then, if I remember right, there were a lot of drive-bys and shootings every single day. Oh, well, someone was shot next door. Like I thought Oof. it was firecrackers. Yeah, those black cats that you just set off, and they and yeah. I was like, it was after the Fourth of July. It had been at least a week, and they kept doing fireworks. And it was like nine p.m., and I was trying to go to sleep, you know, for the morning show. And so I'm like, I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to tell those kids to stop. Oh so I went. I was like, walked out, <laughs> and I'm like, face oh, on. I'm you know, doing my best, like crabby neighbor. Yeah, yeah, and I would, I probably would have. I liked the little kids next door. I would have been like, "Hey, can you not? Don't do that right now." I would have been nice, but I walk out there, and there are twelve police cars with all their lights on. <laughs> the the caution, the the like, tape. do not cross this line. Yeah, tape yeah. started at my fence. Jesus, and I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? And I'm like, that wasn't firecrackers. That was a machine gun. Oh, my word. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I honestly, I think that guy made it. I sort of tried to look it up, but I was like, I'm not. I've never had uh, that 
bad of an experience. I lived in North Minneapolis too, but it was way up north uh, off of Dowling. Mm. And it was okay there when I lived there and when I moved away. But at one point, um, the guy I was working with, this is when AM 1500 was located on uh, Highway 61 in Maplewood. Right. I know exactly where that old we were, is. Uh, we were hired to do both the morning drive and the afternoon drive, split shift, the two of us. Oh, God. So I moved from, uh, at the time I was living in Fridley in a fourplex, I moved over to North St. Paul at a place called Village Manor. And it was like four or five, maybe six um, fourplexes all in a row. And uh -huh. I was so naive and stupid. The rent was good. I moved right in. And the cops showed up at that place every single day. God. Every day. Just to check were in? There. Or they're like, um, what are you guys the, doing now? There's some, some sort of drama that required mm -hmm. the police every single day. My neighbors across the hall, they moved in after I did. And it was a gal and her boyfriend. And they were a disaster. At one point, the boyfriend was in the hallway yelling, your neighbor's a crackhead. She's in here smoking crack. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the other side of the wall, uh, oh, you know, no. trying to watch some bad TV show while all of this is going down. And it was a real disaster. At one point, a couple of weeks later, I get a knock on the door and it's her. She's got a Polaroid camera and she goes, I'm going to audition to be a dancer. And I knew her boyfriend was absolutely psycho. Absolutely psycho. And she comes to me with this Polaroid and said, can you take some pictures of me? This is the best story of the whole podcast. You and normally, I would be down naked? with this. Sure. That's, you, you but know. you were like, uh-uh, no, 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 oh no. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I said to her. I said, nope, nope, nope. I know what's going on here. And she wasn't all that kind of shaped like a pear. Um, and, and she had the, like the crack, uh, the crack scabs and stuff on her face. Oh, crack was, scabs. Well, you know how junkies. No, look. I don't. Yeah, junkies the, the don't. Meth, uh, I got oh, it. Oh, yeah. Junkies are super attractive people. Yeah, um, meth is. Yeah, um, it'll do yeah to but I, I don't. But evidently, she got the job. She somehow got the <laughs> pictures taken. I don't know who did them. And she turned into a stripper. And I don't know if wow. they pay you to go in there or what. But I, And I don't know where she took her clothes off at. Uh, but it was it was a yeah. mess. I, I don't have a wah-wah pedal, but... <laughs> <laughs> One time, my neighbor came over and said, take some and, nude pictures of me. And, and again, I'm super naive. And um, I had a year lease, and, and I thought, you know, I've got to, I've got to see this to the end. The end of the, <laughs> right. The end of the the lease came At up. The end of I, your life. I found, a, <laughs> I found a really, really cool, awesome apartment in a, an old brownstone in Kenwood. Just the most ideal living situation for a single guy ever. But when I went to turn in my last check and get my deposit back, the lady begged me to stay. She said, "You're the only one in all of the complex." that pays his rent on time. Oh, and the God. cops have never been to your place. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the cops have never been there. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to fly under the radar with the people like that surrounding you. What I learned is, and I didn't know it at the time because I was so naive and stupid, um, every single unit had tons of plastic toys, um, like big wheels and all sorts of things for kids. Mm -hmm. And I learned if you're going to be a renter, 
and you're scoping it out, and there's a lot of plastic toys and garbage and grills and tables and chairs all over the lawns of these places. Yeah. Don't even don't even apply. <laughs> that's don't your even, signal. Don't, don't, don't that's even your go. signal. There and, was a yeah. Go ahead. And when I moved out, the only thing I kept was my clothes and my mattress. Everything else got put in the dumpster. I, oh. I, that's where I was at in uh, that period yeah. of my life. What, what's wow. really weird if you live in a place until the until the, you actually see the violent or whatever, whatever it is, because I lived, Kenny, you know this, in North Minneapolis for a while. Yeah. And all of a sudden we started hearing gunshots every now and then, you know, yeah. a block away, two blocks away, we could hear it at night. And yeah. I was fine. It was a cute little house. We had a nice little detached garage 50 feet away. And I was fine. You know, uh, we'll be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. Except one day I'm standing in the alley right by my garage and I look and about half a block down is a guy holding a gun like this. And all of a sudden, I see his arm move and I hear pop, pop, pop. We put the house up for sale within about a week. Yeah. Oh, you own the house. Oh, my God. We owned, yeah, we owned the house. And it sold mm. in, I think, six days, if I remember. Oh, we, right. we were very happy, obviously. Yeah. Such and, a dang uh, shame because that is a beautiful area. And There's was a, a lot of beautiful homes. homes too. Yeah. Built, well, I won't get into it, but it was a gorgeous it, house. Up in Camden. Ooh, it was the Camden area yeah, of North Minneapolis. Yeah. and Emerson. Yeah. It was, it was, it was the same place, place I live. Yeah, so I don't know what what what's the lesson learned today? Um, um, if a crazy Germans crackhead, like to be naked. Germans yeah. Uh, yeah. Germans like to be naked. They like to be in power. And if a crackhead with a Polaroid comes at you, run for your life. And, and check and, check your and, Airbnb for cameras. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, and wear lots of clothes to bed. Yeah, yeah. Bedbugregistry.com. <laughs> no. I, I think we helped some people out today. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.